Guys, welcome back to Financial Flex with Flex. I'm your host, Alex, and it's not Tuesday, but it's Wednesday. Um, I hope everyone is having a great week. Happy hump day. Um, so yeah, let's just get into today's episode. It's more so of like a check-in, a reminder. Hopefully it encourages you. Um, I will be doing another episode. I just have to do the research for it. So you might be getting two episodes in one week or I might save the one episode I'm doing research for until next week. Um, we'll just see how excited I am to put it out. But um yeah, so let's just jump right in. I feel like today's episode is going to be kind of like life updates slash motivation, so um, let's get into it. As always, before I begin today's episode, just want to say that the thoughts and opinions expressed, reflected, mentioned on here do not reflect those of my employer, and obviously any advice that is given on this show really should be taken with like a grain of salt and go seek professional help. I am not a professional, I'm just a gal who likes finance. So without further ado, let's get into today's episode. Okay, so as y'all know, on my stories, I've been kind of updating y'all about the home buying process because John and I have decided that, you know what, let's purchase a home. Um, not necessarily because we're like, oh, buying a home is so much better than renting. Well, for our stage in life right now, it makes sense to buy something because we really want ownership. We really kind of want this to be like a launch pad for other endeavors that we want to do. So we figured like, you know, let's just go ahead and, you know, buy a house or buy a condo rather because there are other types of housing situations outside of like, you know, a single family standalone home. Um, we just think for right now, like there's just two of us and Juno, we don't really want anything super large. I honestly, neither of us want to do yard work. And so we just feel like a condo kind of fits our vibe as more of our speed. So that's what we've been looking into. So yeah, the last six months I haven't really posted anything because we've been quite frankly, just saving. Um, I have been putting away almost like student loan amount kind of money into my savings. I've been putting $1,400 a month into, into savings um, over the last like two months. So yeah, I've just been trying to like keep up the pace with that. Um, and so I think like two weeks ago, I had posted on my stories about this home buyer's assistance program um, because as we all know, purchasing a home is very expensive. And that was something going through the process I got very overwhelmed by, like literally felt myself getting overwhelmed, wanted to cry because I was like, I just did not realize how costly this is. Um, and I was like, how I wish we had someone to just give us a loan of like $15,000 or a gift rather, not even a loan. Um, because I know that, you know, some parents do that. Some parents are like, here, like, here's money for your wedding or like, here's money for your house. And I'm like, I really wish I had that right now. Um, so yeah, I was getting very overwhelmed and we knew that home buyers assistance programs would probably speed up our process of moving out of my in-laws. Um, it'll be two years in August, which is kind of crazy considering that like time is just going by so fast. But yeah, so we, we knew that getting a home buyer assistance program being eligible for that would definitely speed up the process um and after looking you know we didn't qualify for a lot because we quote unquote make too much um but eventually we did find one through word of mouth um called well I, I won't name the program because let me just finish saying my story but 
So we did find out that, that there was a program. And when we spoke with our loan officer, we found out that we were eligible and, you know, all the things. So we were very, very excited. We were like, oh, my goodness. Literally that same weekend, we like went out. Um, John's mom's a realtor. So she's our realtor. And we were looking at you know, different condos. We looked at three condos. We saw one that we liked enough to put an offer on. And so we were like, okay, like, let's just pray about it. Like, if it's meant to be, it'll be. And of course, when things are too good to be true, they're a little too good to be true. So I'm trying to figure out the simplest way to explain this. So we got it. We were eligible for a home buyer's assistance program and two of the qualifications was that you needed um, a credit score above like 620 or 650 something over than 600 and then you needed at least to show two years of employment history which we did there wasn't at the time, we didn't think that there was really an income aspect to it because, like I said earlier, there are you know some home buyer assistance programs. However, we make too much to qualify, which is kind of crazy because I don't even think that we. I feel like we don't make that much, but I guess like in the eyes of that entity, we do. So yeah, so we we were approved on two things: having good credit score and having at least two years of consecutive work experience. Um, so that was fine. However, our loan officer basically told us that the home buyer's assistance program doesn't cover the lender, aka him and his company getting paid. So while the home buyer's assistance program would help us with the down payment of the house, it wouldn't help them with their payment. So we had to cover that. So Basically, they were going to give us 3% of the home value. So about like, I think between eight and $10,000 is what we were going to get from the home owners, um, the home buyers assistance program. But then we'd have to turn around and <laughs> pay the loan agents or like pay the lender literally the same amount, like seven to $8,000. And we were like, well, what's the purpose of this program? If we're having to come out of pocket for almost the same amount, like we we have enough for closing costs, that's what we were going to, you know, um, come out of pocket for were the closing costs. But now you're saying that we have to pay you guys, which almost costs as much as the down payment, which wouldn't really make sense. So now we're back to score one and we don't really see the point of. um. The home buyer assistance program because <laughs> we're like, well, we we're still having to come up with this with this cash. And so that was a little um annoying. But honestly, it, it all worked out because the we put an offer on a home. Um, we offered full ask, but we asked with a contingency that they would give us three percent back so we could use that towards um we could use that towards our closing costs. Um, so like that would be the money that we would pay the pay the loan um well some of them are some of the money from the closing costs would go to paying off the, the loan agency or whatever and they decide to go with a different offer and that is fine um 
And yeah, so we're just back on the hunt. Like I said, I think the toughest thing about this is just realizing the magnitude of money. Um, I like I said, I just see so many people pop up on Instagram with like the cute little for sale sign pictures or, or, or homeowner or sold whatever. And I'm like, how do they do that? And then now that I'm walking in it, I'm like, this is a lot. Um, in the words of Tasia, this is a lot. And <laughs> I was feeling very overwhelmed. So I think that we're just continuing to save. If there is a, a place that we like a lot, then we might, you know, try to put put an offer in and see what happens. But I think right now our number one priority is just continuing to save and save throughout the summer. And then hopefully maybe by the end of summer, beginning of fall, we'll have something. I think that it's probably important not to rush into getting a home because we're so ready to leave because then we might just end up with something that like we only half love and not saying that we're gonna find our perfect forever stay here dream home like no this is just a starter home it's just a launch pad to where we want to go next um but I would like you know to at least be a little obsessed with my home so that is that on that front it is um been a journey but I will be sure to keep you guys posted um as we go up throughout the process and you know you know me I love numbers so I am not one to shy away from how much we're putting down how much a house costs what we got approved for all that stuff so stay tuned for that okay so the next thing I kind of want to talk about is something that I've just been feeling well it was really yesterday I woke up this morning feeling a literally complete opposite of how I felt yesterday but it's just more so like a reminder to myself and a reminder to you guys that happiness is a temporary state um and that we should all be striving towards joy and contentment contentness um I've been feeling the last couple of weeks like I haven't really kind of emotionless like I haven't been really excited for anything and I haven't been really sad I've just been kind of coasting and I'm trying to recognize what that feeling is because I don't really feel this deep sadness there was a point in my life where like I would feel really I'd feel empty and sad and I was like okay this something's not right but right now I just feel like I'm just coasting you know what I mean and I'm like is that contentness like am I being content um but yeah, just a friendly reminder that like happiness is a temporary state of mind and we should all be striving for joy and we should all be striving for being content. And if there's anything that kind of disrupts that journey, then like unfollow, block, you know, switch up your routine. I think for me, one of the big things was just that like I'm starting working from home all the time. There's and especially in my bedroom because <laughs> I don't have a designated office. There's just really no space breakup um so yesterday I went to a coffee shop for a couple of hours to get work done and then I came home worked some more took my lunch break went to the gym came back and then finished up my day and I think that helped a little bit so I think doing more stuff like that will definitely be more beneficial to me um in terms of just like I don't know not feeling so trapped in my bedroom all the time but yeah just a reminder that happiness is a temporary state of mind I know this has nothing to do with money but I just wanted to share that um speaking of sharing I do want to share if you are not saving for retirement and you're, and you're listening to this please do so I'm begging. Um, I know that in the past I've said that I haven't been retired. I haven't been putting money away for retirement because I've been focused on paying off debt. Um, but now I am. 
And so now I'm playing catch up. And just to kind of give you guys an example of like just what happens when you start as soon as you start working at 22, 23, and when you start now at 28, he's probably going to kill me for sharing these numbers, but like I just have to kind of give you guys like tangible something to actually like visualize. So John started saving for retirement when he got his um basically as soon as he graduated college he got a job with a company and just started putting money in there for retirement he has about like it's probably changed now but at the time when I looked he had like 40,000 saved in retirement put away I have a thousand so you see how different those numbers are and of course when we were going through debt repayoff John did stop a couple of times um contributing to his 401k but still like please put money aside for retirement like I know as 20 year olds or like you know people in like their mid-20s late 20s it's hard to visual like visualize like us when we're in our 50s and when when we're in our 60s but you do not want to be that person who is like knocking on retirement's door or footsteps away from it and you're like crap I can't retire because I have to save for retirement I have to put some money aside to make sure that I can still enjoy this lifestyle you know when I'm not working and yeah I just I understand that for some people because I was like this too where you were like I cannot afford to I, I need my, I need all my paycheck like there's absolutely no way I can set money aside and in an account and then forget about it and watch it grow when you know there are bills there are bills that need to be paid groceries that need to be put on the food rent needs to be paid all that stuff I totally get it but like you can start small you can literally start with five dollars ten dollars and then over time you know up it as time goes on as and, and and when because the thing is like well hopefully it's like as you grow more in your career you start to earn more and you're able to you know put aside a little more so it's like if all you can do right now is five dollars that's fine just get into the habit I promise you you like you won't even miss it or realize that five dollars is gone you just kind of learn to like make do with what you have and I think that's like another thing about like living within your means and being cognizant cognizant of like what um what role money plays in your life like is money just a thing to get you all the latest trends and all these things are you constantly buy 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 um or is it more just to kind of help is it used as a tool to help you get to where you need to go and help others along the way that's kind of how I'm seeing it um so yeah If your company doesn't offer um, a 401k, I would recommend opening up your own brokerage account. I did that. So when I paid off my loans in October, by November, I'd opened up a Roth IRA and I started contributing um, just 50 bucks a month to it. Um, And over time, I have, you know, gone up and I'm trying to max it out. So $6,500 is like the max amount you can contribute for the year. And that's what I'm trying to hit. Um, so I did the math and it'll be about like $500 a month that I'm having to contribute. And yeah, does it hurt for sure? Um, but honestly, like 
I just have to switch my mindset and be like, okay, well, like this isn't money that like I'm spending on food. Like I eat it and it disappears and I don't know where <laughs> and I don't, you know, I don't see it again. This is money that I will be needing for, you know, future Alex, like senior citizen Alex. So, you know, I can't I have to change my mindset when it comes to that. And then last but not least, speaking of changing mindset, I made this TikTok about, mm, I'd say two weeks ago, because I was just feeling super inspired about like life because I don't even know why. Like I was just reflecting on how far I've come in this financial journey and just life in general, just like from <laughs> the way I look physically to how I feel emotionally and like how I handle my money financially and I was just so proud of myself because it's like I've been through a lot these last six years like these last six years have not been easy for me at all um I've just been you know bouncing around from house to house not really feeling ever ever feeling really settled or really truly or truly ever feeling at home um you know I've been the job anxiety is real you know at times are there I feel like I I haven't been in a place where I just feel like completely comfortable and you know feeling like I've settled in and, and, and caught my stride so yeah and just like mentally it's just been a journey but I was watching some like old videos of me from like 2018 and I am so proud of 23-year-old Alex for taking advice that was given to her, you know, one random summer evening about taking my finances seriously. Because if I had not done that, I would be in way, way, way different shape now at 28 years old. And taking that advice really shaped the course of, like, my history thus far. Um... So, like, I just want to say if there's something that you've been wanting to do, whether it's getting your finances together, starting that podcast, going for that run and working your way up to running your first 5K, then marathon, just start today. Um, I was listening to this sermon like two weeks ago, and that and that probably is what inspired me and got my wheels turning, but one of the things that the like preacher said or whatever, he was just like, you're assuming that like tomorrow's going to come. And I'm just like, and I've heard that before, but like in that moment, I was like, oh my gosh, like you're right. Like I'm assuming that I'm going to wake up tomorrow and then I can do whatever I said today, tomorrow, or continue to push it off for many tomorrows because I'm assuming I have all that time. and. I don't. You don't. We don't. We all have, you know, clocks. And one day, unbeknownst to us, it's going to run out. So whatever it is that you're wanting to do today, just do it. Like, as far as finances go, because, you know, I have to find a way to tie this back into personal finance, of course. But like, at 23... I was working as a host at Chili's, working as a um, sales associate at BB's, doing an internship that was unpaid, 
So I was basically making minimum wage at both jobs. Like literally my paychecks would be $200. I had a car note, my student loans, and I didn't have a place of my own. And now at 28, it's like I'm making in the range of 80 to $90,000. I am able to save. I don't have a car note and um I don't have any debt. And so during times like this right now where our our economy is so up in the air and there are chatters of there being a recession, um it's just like I did the work when things were quote unquote good. So when times of like hardship comes, like I'll be fine. I was talking to my father-in-law yesterday and he was like, yeah, like in during recessions, people panic and you know, you have like your car note, you have all these Klarna bills, you, you have all this extra money going out to other things and like it's like your job job security you know you're unsure of that and then people get scared so they start running to their 401k and taking money out to keep them afloat and all that stuff and it's like I don't want to have to do that um and so I'm glad that I don't our our cost of expenses are pretty low um our cost of is it cost of expenses yeah our expenses are are, are pretty low um because we don't really have any unnecessary debt just like lingering around so yeah, and, and like I said, I don't know. I'm just so proud of that 23-year-old girl who, like, did the work because the 28-year-old me is, like, thanking 23-year-old Alex. Like, literally, <laughs> thank you, 23-year-old Alex, because without that, I don't think I would be in the position that I am. I don't think I would have had the job that I have right now. Um, there are just honestly so many things this podcast probably wouldn't exist um and so yeah whatever it is that you want to do do it and I'm talking to myself too because I'm really trying to book this like just quick little three four day solo trip because I've never traveled anywhere by myself and just explored a new city so I need to get on that and you know book some some travel time for sure this summer to to do that so yeah well this episode was just kind of like a melting pot of me rambling (laughs) but I really hope that you find some inspo with it today um and I hope you guys finish the week out strong take some rest for yourself if you need it if you need to take a day just to kind of breathe and be totally do that um but yeah until next time see ya